You're listening to the AntsMarching.org podcast, the new brand of AM radio. All right, everybody, happy Friday, and welcome back to episode 69 of the AntsMarching.org podcast. I am here with uh, Jake and Joe, and I am Matt. Um, fellas, we, got, we, are, we are one week away from Night Zero, and um, are you psyched? Wow. Are you psyched? I am Very. Psyched. I'm really, really excited. It is starting to sink in that we are going to be at a D&B show in one week. Yeah, it, it, actually eight days, but that's okay. Technically, yeah, he's true. He's right. Um, yeah, so well, depending on when the when everybody listens to this, it might even be less than a week. Hopefully, it's eight days. I would like to get it out tonight, but no promises. Um, what I what I uh, find cool is that um, I remember when this show was announced. What was it? Was it two full months ago? Was it eight weeks? Yeah. No, it was, I, I was it yeah, really. It was that. It was short. It was. I thought it was when we were like, man, we got. If we want to throw a party. We got. Four, we got uh, two weeks. I've seen two months to. To work that out, yeah. that's at least that's in my memory. And I knew it was going to fly by. I knew it was going to be busy. Um, yeah. I didn't know, to be quite honest, Joe, and you did a lot of the legwork with the party. Even even not with the responsibility that you had party-wise, it still felt like there was a lot to do. Oh, yeah. Um, it's it's uh, so, and, so much. And here we are a, a week away, and I just can't believe how fast it went, even still. I mean, But I knew it. I knew it was going to be like this. And now the excitement. There's, a, there's, I don't know what the stages are. Stages of like, oh, crap. Not gonna get all this done. Uh, hello, somebody's coming in. Uh, we have a fourth. <laughs> we have a fourth. <laughs> no, you're just hearing things. It's just a pirate ghost. Um, yeah, and, and um, there's those stages of like, oh man, there, there's no way we're gonna pull this off. Oh, so much work to be done. And then, oh wait, might be able to do this. And then it's like, all right, whatever happens, happens. This is gonna be great. I love it. So, um, we're still in. The, I'm personally still in the stage of, you know, a little bit more need to cram in here, um, and then I can. Really, just relax and enjoy the ride. Well, so um, what we're going to run down, we're going to we're going to go over a few things for this podcast. We want we want to kind of give you the rundown, uh, how we're going to go through it. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, today on the podcast. We'll talk about tour expectations, um, preparation for the tour, activities in uh, in Seaville, uh, and party details, and the latest updates to DMB Hub, our newer free app on the ios app store uh before we dive right in one quick thing jake what beverage are you enjoying right now we cannot break this chain I, i'm glad you asked because i'm actually drinking something for the first time it is from bold city brewery which is located in jacksonville florida as you know i'm staying with the florida themed um beers for the podcast and this is an ipa called bad manatee because I am a sucker for unique names, and Bad Manatee just called my name. And, and it's not too shabby. It's uh, very drinkable. I'm glad to hear it. What are you enjoying, Joe? Um, I am on exciting again. There's, there's a lip smack, the lip smack. Mm, just, there it is. What, the two. <laughs> that, drink, have, drink for every lip smack. You ask me what I'm – you know, it's like one of those things like – so you put a food a plate in front of somebody, you know, their mouth's going to water, all right? You ask me what I'm drinking, and I go and turn my head and stare at my drink. Okay. And, yeah, I, I'm going to smack my lips. It not looks, a, not it's a criticism. I wanted to let you know. That's all. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am drinking, sadly again, um, water. Um, I got the Giant Eagle purified water enhanced with minerals for Ooh. taste. Um Unfortunately, I am running in a in a marathon uh, relay this uh, Sunday, so I feel in two days. So, 
feel like it a little bit counterproductive to be uh, be on the alcohol bandwagon. So I will make up for it next podcast. I have promise. you have you I, called ahead and reserved the ambulance, or do they just do it on demand? They have them there already. I I made sure to check out into that, and um, yeah, they just have them ready to go. They said, "Don't worry, no reservation needed." <laughs> Joe, I'm not even joking when I say this. There have been scientific studies that show that if you drink a beer right before you run, you will actually retain water better than if you didn't. So my advice to you would be right before the race begins. Absolutely. You can look it up. They have this thing called Google and search for it. It is a true statement. You should shotgun a beer and then take off running. No. I have actually seen that there's a thing like if you run three laps around a track and chug a beer between each lap, um, it doesn't look fun at all. I've seen that. So I'm sticking to water. Matt, what are you drinking? Uh, I do know everything about um, drinking a beer and retaining water, by the way. I'm well <laughs> well familiar with that concept. Uh, I it is, it is nearly 4.30 in the afternoon here on Friday. I'm having a coffee. Uh, Make uh, me feel like a hello? freaking Hello? Hello? Is everybody there? I'm just, I was waiting for you to say how much Bailey's was in it. God. None. 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 No so it's, No, um, I'm a sucker for an afternoon coffee. Uh, I got this about an hour ago. Um, it's filling, too, so if I'm getting hungry and, and I get the little nibbles, instead of just chowing on something not good for me, I'll just have a coffee, and it kind of um, suppresses my appetite. I do like that. And there might be some Moscow mules in my future tonight, and I'd rather save it for later. Mm. I so, love that song. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that, too. Um, one other the thing. English so, beat? Wait. You don't know the English beat? Save it for later? You know, it's not ringing a bell. Oh, my God. Are we on an English beat podcast? Yes. I mean, jeez. What's your second favorite English beat song? Um, When's the new album coming out? What album? Soon. Johnny Soon. (laughs) I, uh... I'm, uh... I'm reluctant... uh, I'm remiss in forgetting to mention... I should have led right off with it. Joe M is back, everybody. If you didn't know already... We, Jake and I missed him last week. We really we missed him last week. And, um, best podcast. I can't ever. believe you described me as being. I listened to the podcast. Um, <laughs> and I, I, I yelled at you guys through the podcast. I, I hope I, I now know what it's like. I, I disagreed with you guys so many times, and I <laughs> wish I could have been there. Um, but the fact that you described that I was off in Florida with a bunch of males or something, I, <laughs> you set this uh, this this vision. Uh, but no, I was in Florida. I had a great time. Were you in Florida uh, with a bunch of dudes? Yes or no? <laughs> there was one other dude uh. and other girls there. So um, it was it was a it was a small group. It was a great time. Me and the sun fought. Or, uh, you know, my Polish skin does not like the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad to be back. Sorry to sorry I couldn't make it. Thought about calling from the beach, but. Uh, it doesn't sound too good with the wind in the microphone. It would have so. sounded just like every other podcast with Jake. Exactly. <laughs> it just sounded exactly like it sounds right this very second. Only so, with less sorry, birds. And the reason we're not recording Sunday is because I'm going to be running in the marathon. So I appreciate you guys uh, bearing with me here and, and moving it to Friday. Okay, in case you guys didn't know, Joe is running in a marathon, everyone. <laughs> no. Did everyone catch that? Explaining why. It's like Barry so, Horowitz with the backpats over here. So, Joe, what are you doing Sunday? Uh, I'm actually at, this is not a joke either. I'm actually flying to Vegas also on Sunday. Um, Wait, so, New Mexico or Nevada? Nevada. Oh, so, uh, so I will uh, start the day with a run and end the day in Vegas. Isn't it Nevada? Nevada. You say Nevada, I say Nevada. Okay. Let's call the whole thing off. Well, okay, on to the show. Yeah. So, uh, to our expectations. So, we had a little. Um, interesting drop on instagram today which 
if you use DMB Hub, the free app on the iOS App Store, uh, you would have gotten a push message letting you know that Jeff Coffin posted a picture to Instagram with a caption uh, regarding practicing old classic DMB songs. Right, Joe? That's it. Yeah, it was very promising. It's pretty cool. Um, I mean, I don't think of Coffin as as somebody to really tease or hype up the um, the fan base by any means. If he's saying that, it, I, I would say it's true. You agree? Yeah, but what is what is an old what is an old song? It's a to song him, it needs... could be. But but wait wait wait, it could be a song before two thousand eight for him. A Jeff Coffin old a song that's old to Jeff Coffin is not maybe to us. No, that, I mean, if something that Jeff Coffin feels like he needs to, that it's old to him and he needs to practice, I'm, I'm happy for that to be coming back. Um, because that means we, we haven't really heard it either. Well, what, what, was he, what was he playing, a baritone? He was playing a baritone. That, so that narrows it down. Correct. I mean, that, who's to say that the picture, I mean, really? What? It has to so be- he's, he's practicing something on The Sopranos. Says, wait, wait, wait. I want to really F with everybody. Hand me the baritone. All right, now take the picture. He's practicing with all of his things. It's the picture. Joe. It's not like he's only doing old songs with the baritone. You're saying he's oh not going to do any old songs with the soprano? No, but the point is, what could he have been practicing? With the, what, yeah, what song? What, how many songs? You got Crash. You've got Two Step. Right. And, and I wouldn't say any of those. You know what I mean? So what song is old that has a baritone sax to it? That he's played before but not exactly familiar with. Right. Because if, if I'm not mistaken, the wording was... The wording to me sounded like he had played it before, but it wasn't something he played often. Man, the plot thickens. Yeah, he did. He did. He did make it seem like you know that it was a is an oldie that it's like riding a bike. You know, you get back. You know, it's a little little rough at first, but then they start coming back to you. Kind of so, like drive in, drive out. Yeah, like something like that. Very. Cool. Would, now you don't, if, now if that's you don't what he meant, oh, if that's God, what he meant, I'd be no, really. I'm just saying it's everything. more than. It's more than just the baritone. It's more than the baritone. Don't focus on the baritone. It's about the painting. Think about the painting. Oh, my God. What does that have to do with the painting? <laughs> um, but, I mean, it's pretty interesting. I mean, this plays in. There was a, no, there's another Instagram post um, that we didn't talk about that happened about uh, two weeks ago or so or a week ago. And um, that was um, Rob, uh, Dave, and the band's vocal coach posting – um, asking you know fans or just asking out on Instagram, hey, you know what are some songs that you guys want to hear on this year's tour? Um, and um, you know we we um, we tweeted that out to try to get some get some people generating some ideas. But you know this goes into the typical process that happens before the tour. And, and I don't know if you guys have some details, but I know traditionally um, before the tour, Dave particularly comes up with a short list of songs that. The, you know, are going to be considered that he will pick from for shows, at least that initial part of shows, so that the the members of the band can get pre- prepared, get you know, know what's kind of what's potentially could come up, and I, he sends that out to the other band members, and you know, then they can make sure that they know everything that's on the list because Dave may be pulling from that, and I know just the kind of the series of events of Rob asking for songs, you know, and then now Coffin practicing songs, you kind of figure, you know, maybe. You know, there was some input there. Dave came up with those songs. Now said it to the band members. They're practicing and getting ready for Seville. Um, it's kind of promising. I'm hoping that some of the suggestions that um, the fans made are are what's making I, that shortlist. I am cautiously optimistic. It seems like we kind of get ourselves into a lather every year. The promise of a new tour or the possibilities of a fresh slate, right, are always enticing because you think now is going to be the year that they can 
let's just go all out and who cares. Now, this year, probably more than most, just given the fact that next year is a year off. It's their 25th anniversary. They've got a hometown show. The stars are aligning in terms of preparing for dreams to be crushed. <laughs> um yeah, you know, that's true. We we put we always put a lot of hope and, and speculation into this. And I mean it's a good story. It sounds like yeah, this would if they're gonna go, they're gonna go big. This is the time. Um and hopefully it won't end in disappointment again. Whoever's fault that is, you know, is up for debate. But it just seems like this pattern I, I it feels very familiar to me. It's a little different this time around, but it does feel familiar. I think it's going to be different this time. Uh, I do too. I've also said exactly that before too. <laughs> yeah, but I think that this is really a different vibe going into this than the past. I mean, there's always been that, you know, hardcore fan hope that this is going to be the year they bring back, you know, insert rare song that I want to hear here. But I think that there's something else going on this time. I really think that you're going to hear, I think in Charlottesville specifically, something's going to happen that's going to make people go, I didn't see that coming. Yep. The the Periscopers seem to think that we're pretty Debbie Downers right now. And I, I actually feel like, Matt, you're kind of a little bit positive. Clearly, Jake, you're very positive about it. Well, you're um, always negative, Joe. I mean, yeah, me, I'm always negative. I, I would say don't. I don't want anybody to get their expectations too high because then it just you're, you're bound to get let down. You're expecting four liberations and four new songs and blah blah blah. Three hundred guests. Um, be realistic, and then if they exceed it, you're going to have that much more of a good time. That would be my uh-huh. only thing. But I, I think it's I'm I'm hopefully optimistic that uh, this year, and specifically even Seville, is going to be different. I've stopped going to shows hoping for songs because you're always let down. I mean, if you if you go to the show saying I have to tick these boxes off, you're you're just setting yourself up for letdown. So to your point, exactly, it's going to be a good show. We know that it's not going to be a layup. They're going to have a, a great time up there and and play some cool stuff, and maybe we'll get surprised with some of the stuff we were hoping for. I think yep. a better way to go into a show is to say. Well, if they play whatever song I want to hear, that's really going to push it over the top. That's really the way that you should approach the shows. Just kind of go in there. It's just basically the same thing you're saying. It's just kind of, but it's okay to say, you know what I really want to hear? I really want to hear you know, Drive In, Drive Out. Really want to hear Oh, that. you and the <laughs> this song. I'm going to stay on that. I'm going to stay on that because I know Joe hates it. What? Like I Joe's love Drive In. Song. Are you kidding me? I love Drive In, Drive Out. Oh. You're so negative. I don't. <laughs> but, um, yeah. you know, and then if they don't play, say, you know, hey, hey, that's cool. You know, they played, you know, Last Stop and they played, you know, Two Step Twice and all this stuff. And, you know, Gandhi guessed it. But, yeah, it was all right. But, uh, you know, Gandhi I think guessed it's. It. Well, so, so we're all talking about the first show of the tour. We've had a debate in past podcasts whether or not this kicks it off or not. For all intents and purposes, we're considering it the tour opener for 2016 summer tour for the band. Um, even and, though it's not, and <laughs> even though it's not, yeah, I don't, I, I don't consider this the the summer tour opener. I really, because you did back about a month. You did, ago Joe. When you did. This guy, I, I said think it at wasn't. The, I think at the, I think at the end of our discussion, I came to the realization that it that it that it was not. If it were, it, if it were greater than a week before the first show, I would agree. It's, but it, it, here, you know what it did it for me, and maybe this is a stupid reason. It came down to the tour T-shirt. And the fact that the tour T-shirt, at least the one that's available for the warehouse, and we'll see if it changes for the one that's available on tour, did not list Seville on it. It starts with Wichita. 
It came out after the show was announced. It came no. The t-shirt was announced. The warehouse t-shirt was announced before Seville. Well, but it's a, still available for sale without Seville on. Ah, uh, they wouldn't change that. What were they going to do? Change it? Yeah, yeah. Take it down. Do that. Iron one on. Iron additional show on. Yeah. No, listen, if it's not if it's listen, if it's not on the freaking T-shirt, who cares? That means they added it too late. It's not part of the tour. I mean, it's it should be part of the tour poster if they're going to have one this year. It should be part of the T-shirt if it's going to be considered part of the summer tour. The official thing will happen when we see the merch stands in Wichita. Um, we'll know. It'll be final at that point, as far as I'm concerned. But right now, I'm saying it's not part of the summer tour. But it is the de facto start, whatever you want to call it, the start of. It is the start of the summer. Right, and and really, the most important aspect of this discussion is, of course, it counts for the setlist game this year. It does. Okay, there you go. That's All what right, I was yeah. really getting to. Nice, nice transition yes, there. Yes, yes. So um, we know there's been a lot of players of the setlist game, and we always end up giving away some prizes. We give away. We've we've actually burned every every show of the tour in the past. That's kind of no longer uh, time relevant. relevant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Good word. Um, but so we've got some other stuff. We've got ant spot openers, maybe maybe a wristband, something like that. Maybe a dodo shirt. Maybe a dodo shirt. So um, play play the setlist game, Joe. I am going to take the dog out real briefly, and why don't you explain about the setlist game while I take a, a quick. Uh, I'm wondering uh, what the dog is in a reference of. Yeah, can't, what does can't that be mean? Really, trust can't me, really be Muggsy. Trust me, it's quite literal. <laughs> <laughs> Over to you. Yeah, I mean, um, for those that haven't played the setlist game before, um, oh, we got a little bit of noise there, Jake. Yeah, that was me getting bit by a gigantic effing mosquito that is literally the size of my hand. But I'm okay. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, those haven't played the setlist game before. Pretty fun game. Um, very basic concept. See if you can pick the songs. If you can get into Dave's head, call the songs before the show. Um, we play each 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 uh, each show day. Um, it stops, I think, roughly around. And I'm going to get this wrong, so please refer to the setlist game rules. Like 7 p.m. I want to say the day of the show. You have to have your picks in. You can choose it. Um, any kind of picks you want. In any kind of order, you get more points if you pick the opener or if you pick the closer. You get more points if you pick it in the right spot um, or you just get a, get points if you just get it but it's not in the right spot. So you want to be the person that gets the most points. You can even pick a new song. It's a song we haven't heard of before. Um, or you can pick a, an old song that isn't part of the selection or a cover song. And if you, so, go, to the, if you go to the rules page, there are links that, that show you the list that what songs qualify under each of those two categories. And it's 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 awesome. I mean, give it a shot for the first match, the first here for Seville. Jump on the site, the website, click Setlist Game at the top, or if you got the DMB Hub app, um, you can actually play the Setlist Game in the app. Give it a shot. Give it a run for Seville. See if you can pick. You know, what's the first song gonna be that's gonna open up this summer? What are they gonna close with? What other songs do you think they're gonna play? Do you think they're gonna play any new ones? Give it your best run and um, see if you can come out as the top top picker the top the winner for the first show and we keep playing if you miss out on one show don't worry you can play at any other time and still win for that individual show um and get some bragging rights and then um, we even calculate you know who's got the best average so if you only play five shows but you have the highest average so a lot of fun ways to play very simple try to get into dave's head and see if you can pick on what's going to be played and another thing just to mention where you're talking about the new song and such like that there are actually songs that are not listed for the setlist game um kind of the general rule that we use is if the song is played twice 
it is then added to the setlist game. For example, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, Joe, but Let You Down was actually not on the setlist game until after it was played last year. Am I correct, or was that one of the ones that we actually had it in there? No, I think it know? wasn't. No, I think it wasn't in there, and, and you were correct. Yeah, we we will give you fair warning if it's not in there. You know, you just and you but you think it's going to get played. Just pick old DMB song, and um, you'll get points if you pick old DMB song um, that's not available. Which to is be actually. Sorry to interrupt, but yeah. it's actually old DMB song slash cover. Oh, so that covers cool. uh, any covers, any covers, wonderful wording yes. um, that that are played for the first time. I'm going to fire up this Tatuaje. So you guys go ahead and talk because the mosquitoes are really bad. Yeah. And um, so you can um, you can pick that and we will give you fair warning. So we won't just at the last second add a song um, and then you didn't know it got added. We usually wait till there's a break between a couple shows and then we'll um, add to the setlist game any new songs in the rotation that the band has been playing so that you can pick them. And we'll update the setlist game news. You can see that both in the app and on the Web page. Um, uh, with when new songs that are available to be picked are played. But I would say first thing, jump into Seaville, give it your best take, and um, maybe what we'll do is announce who won the Seaville show here on the podcast. Yeah, I'm gonna get, might give it a little bit more uh, Sports Center review time kind of thing. I like it. Yeah, also uh, with the tour uh, coming up, uh, be, be sure to go to Tour Central and add your shows. Uh, yes. Whether on the website or um, from the app now, which because of the um, personal stats you can now do. Um, basically, any time you're in the app and you're on a show, there's a little button in the top corner that's like a little share button. You used to be able to tap that and it would just open up an, an icon where you could share uh, that set list like on Twitter or over um, I, uh, you know, iMessage or something like that. Well, now you can actually... Um, Add it to your attendance list, or remove it if you accidentally add one. So that can that'll actually um, say that you are at that show, and it'll add that show to your personal stats. So you can do it right from the app or from the website as well. Like it? Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. The programming part of it, it's been uh, it's been great. We've got more and more uh, features coming out too as well. It's uh, it's been great. And if you dig it. Please give us a nice review there in the uh, App Store. And if there's something that uh, seems amiss, go ahead and tweet at us, and we will fix it. The reason the thing I've been telling everybody is um, please tell 10 friends about the app, because if you don't, you'll have bad DMB shows for the 2016 year. <laughs> wow. Did you, I like, run over a gypsy on your way over to the <laughs> podcast tonight or something? It's, it's, a, it's a curse if you don't, if you don't do it. So you don't, you don't want bad DMB shows, do you? But uh, Matt, you released a uh, you know there's a couple other new things up in the app too, right? There are, uh, yeah. There's a little, little pop right there. Um, we've got uh, personal stats have come, um, just got released last night, and um, really the cool thing is we've got three different views of your stats. You've got um, your shows, and it basically shows you all the shows you've ever seen in order, and you can pop into that show details right from there. Uh, you can check out your song. So it'll show you an, a list ordered by the amount of times you've seen the song. It'll show you every song you've heard. Um, it's got your user rarity and your overall rarity, which basically means uh, the rarity is, a uh, user rarity is, let's say you started seeing shows in 2000. Um, the user rarity represents the percentage of the time that you've seen that song uh, relative to when you started seeing shows. So if my, let's see, Gray Street, or for example, my top scene show, I'm sorry, song, my user rarity is 45%. That means 45% of the shows that I've been to uh, and since Gray Street started being played have been, uh, I've seen that song. Now, 
if if that was what is it hello again or let's see a new song like um oh i don't know uh gaucho Death and, yeah gaucho yeah it, it doesn't count the shows that i were at before gaucho was first played so I mean, Gaucho would normally—I've I've been to sixty-nine shows or something like that. Gaucho would be horribly low in percentage because even if I saw it once, it, I've seen sixty-nine shows. It doesn't count that. It only counts the shows that I've gone to since Gaucho debuted. So it's actually—it's a—it's a relevant number. It also shows the overall rarity, which is basically how rare the song is at every show since it started being played. Um, and then the breakdown by album. A lot of people are asking for this. You can actually view um, all the songs that on all the uh, officially released albums, and you can see how many times you've seen those songs and if there are any songs that you're still missing to complete the album, which I know a lot of people uh, wanted to see, and so it's kind of a pretty cool feature there. And then you can actually tap into each song and see what shows you've seen that song at. I like. You it. know, we've talked about that before. I, I think that's a really important thing for people to finish an album. I think that's something everybody digs and something I think that we, you know, we talked about before. I think that's just, that's just a cool thing. Just say, you know what? I've heard that entire album. I like that. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's kind of an accomplishment, right? Or an achievement, so to speak. So, uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Exactly. So yeah, definitely play the set list game from the, uh, from the app. Again, there's more, even more stuff coming to the app. We've, we're constantly, every time a new update comes out, we've already got a, a, a future update in the works and almost ready to submit to the a site. So I'm I'm actually would like one more update before the um before the tour starts. We'll see if we get there, but even right now we've got, you know, login personal stats, set list game. The hub was hopping today because of the Jeff Coffin stuff and the and the um the subsequent forum thread talking about the Instagram. It just kind of was all clicking today. So, we're really excited and it's going to tie in really well with with the tour coming up. Matt, can I ask you and Joe just a quick question? Um speaking of that, what is your you guys each rarest song that you've seen? It's I mean, according I mean, to the you know according to the uh, logarithm that we just did, and the reason I, I asked this question is because I looked at mine and I'm just kind of curious if you guys even know what it is. Um, it's a song called "Back to Alexandra." Hmm. I I remember it very very well. You do? Mm-hmm. Is that sarcastic? No, no, I really do. I really remember. It was actually a song by Big Voice Jack that DMB played uh, at Giant Stadium in, um, what is it, 6 8 And they played it. So it's a cover song. So I just thought that was kind of uh, interesting. Interesting. I don't know what my rarest uh, is. I'll have to take a look. I'll have to take a look. Same here. Don't know it off the top of my head. Here I was trying to catch you guys. I thought you were just looking right at it. That's what I get. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is I just that don't want to admit. Is that a sequitur or a non sequitur? Which one is that? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to admit um, that I don't know the song that, it, that, uh, that is my rarest. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so let's talk about Charlottesville. Let's do it. <laughs> Joe, take it away, man. You've been leading this charge. Oh, Charlottesville. Uh, I, I mean, we're all crash that thing. No, we're all going to Charlottesville. No, I mean, um, plenty of activities happening in Charlottesville. Maybe just a quick recap on what's going on for those that may not know. There's 
couple things. Is the gallery going on? Seeing a lot of tweets about that, a lot of pictures from that. Excited to see what that is. Two times, so open a little bit on Friday and on Saturday. So check that out. Um, and actually, if you're going to the gallery on Friday, you can just go straight from the gallery to the Ants Party, which is happening at Mono Loco at uh, 9 p.m. And we'll just keep it going. Plenty of little stuff. We just um, teased the wristband on that if you so happen to see on the Facebook page. Um, if it's your first time to Seville, we have a walking tour page up on the website that tells you all of the DMV sites in, around the downtown area. Um, for the most part, um, that you can check out and see. Jake helped put that together. Any tips on that, Jake? Um, yeah, the, I think the most important thing is if, if it's your first time to Charlottesville is to please understand that tracks is not there. There is no more tracks. It, uh, as of 2012, it was still an open field, and I believe it's still an open field now. Um, essentially, there's a parking garage across from an empty lot near the train tracks over by the hospital, and that empty lot is where tracks was. So you can stand there and take pictures if you want, but it's literally an empty field. Because nice. that's like I think that's the number one question is just where's tracks, right? Um, and and there is no tracks basically. No um, the other thing that um, you guys might not know about is that uh, Star Hill Brewing, which we frequently talk about on the podcast, and you know we'll um, talk about it for the um, the party here, has made a special limited release brew uh, for the DMB 25th anniversary show. It's a, um, it's a Pilsner, which uh, anybody that knows me and my beer styles, that is my go-to. Um, so it's a Bohemian Pilsner dry hopped with um, Czech hops, golden in color, with a mildly floral hop flavor and clean malt finish. Um, so um, they call it the Warehouse Pils. So uh, we'll be able to check that out in Seville, too. Limited release, which is pretty sweet. Um, so I'm excited about that. And uh, hopefully we should have some more information for those that are interested on where they can find it. Um, we got a little, we got a special list of where you'll be able to, to get it and um, we'll hope to share that with you guys here shortly. One of which of the places, I should say, is JPJ. You made me thirsty uh, just talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, sounds, it sounds like a great beer. It really it does. does. It really does. I'm a, I'm a Pilsner fan. That's definitely something I can kick back. Mm -hmm. If you um, if you're not a beer snob like um, the rest of us, uh, Pilsner is kind of like something you might find from a large brewer that you've heard of. I don't want to mention any names, but, mm. you know, yeah, starts with a bud and ends with a visor. Visor. Well, I don't think they're actually Pilsners. I think, I think they're. I don't really know this is not a beer podcast, but Miller Lite, I think, is actually a Pilsner style. I think, um, but they're all lagers. They're all cold brewed lagers, um, which is just that kind of style of beer, which is my style of beer. There you have it. And if Joe M drinks it, it's good enough for anybody. That's very true. <laughs> very true. So uh, details about the party. Like you said, we, we talked about the wristbands. You want to go into that, Joe? Um, I mean, check out our... our um, event page if you want to check it out um in the past few past few parties or all the parties that we've had the official ants parties we um have given out a um an exclusive um party bracelet and then traditionally they were the the live strong style bracelet you know the plastic ones and um this year we until upped our game yeah this, until this year we upped our game we got you know woven cloth um pretty pretty nice ones they're ants 2016 wristbands tour wristbands um, we're going to be able to give those out to, uh, to the party goers first come first serve. If you're not coming to the party, 
and then we're going to hold back just maybe like a handful or two, small quantity, and we'll throw them up on our merch site for, for those that wish they could be there, been to the past parties and would like it. We'll throw it up there for a couple bucks, um, but mainly this is going to be for all our party goers. So anybody that's coming gets a, uh, gets a wristband. It's just one of the little things that we have coming. There's still plenty more in the works that will literally be securing the, the final details all the way to the day of the party. But um, there is some really good stuff planned. And Joe, and some, uh, somebody on, on Periscope was asking if we need the wristband to get into the party. Uh, you will get the wristband at the party, and it's you know kind of to be worn to, to that you're at the party. You wear that for the party to get into the party. You don't have to have it beforehand. You'll get it um, at the door when they check. Yeah, when they check IDs, they gave you the wristbands. That's how they did it uh, last time at Mono Loco. And by the way, if you want to be kind of super cool, we're like trendy or hipster. You can wear your wristbands from last from past parties as well. And then we'll know that you're like really really cool. If you're watching on Periscope, us. you might notice a green. Um, wristband currently around my microphone. That is from the that's the OG one from the from the first is, uh, Florida party. That is the OG one. Yes, that's the one when we realized that holy crap, there actually are people on the site. Yes, most definitely. What is, Jake? What is going on over there? Can you describe this? Is is it Crack Hunter? It's uh, <laughs> yes. Come there, on. <laughs> there are there are three cardinals. Two are male and one is female. Um, and the males are um, bidding for the admiration of the female right now. And let me tell you, if you're not familiar with cardinals, they are um, ornery, I believe is the proper bird term, aviary term. Um, and they're about to get stupid on each other. Nice. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, keep us updated on the play-by-play there. Yeah, might we do a podcast in Charlottesville? We might. Mm-hmm. We might. It's going to depend on a lot of things. Um, just... I mean, just to kind of, I don't know if we're going to do one. I don't know if we'll do one from the party, but I think we'll do something. If you're not going to be there, we'll try to um, give people an experience of, of what's going on at the party. We can say that, but you should show up. And if you can't show up, um, you should show up anyway. If you need a note or anything like that, let us know. We can write a note to your work for you. <laughs> where should where, where should they go to get that note, Jake? Just go ahead and hit us up on Twitter. And we will send out. Maybe we'll just send out like a, a generic tweet that you could just print off and 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 hand to your boss. Would Would Grandpa Jake maybe want to leave us a note? Sure. <laughs> I don't know. I like it. So um, that's just be one of the things going on at the party. We're also going to have a cool banner there um, with this with uh, for everybody to sign and place a sticker on a, on a U.S. map on where you came from. So a great way to see where everyone's traveling in for the Seville show. Sign your name, sign your username if you want, and um, be part of the official banner that we plan to keep around and uh, use and display at future parties. So um, check that out. Um, Hoping we'll be teasing some more details on some of the other things to come. Um, I really want to say one now, but I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it for later. Save it for later again. Oh, my God. You love the English beat. Jake, this is is yours, too. So I'm saving saving your baby for later. You know, if you've seen Pearl Jam live, you know that when they do Better Man, they actually go into Save It For Later. That's their little interpolation. Save It For Later. Great song. So excited about that. And, um, you know, you know what I'm excited about? What's that? I'm excited about something that uh, our good friend Jason Lamer, who was kind enough to um, 
give us the pronunciation of his name at uh, Notus Lamer 24 said, can't wait for those shirts referring to the free Dodo shirts. The free? (laughs) No, that says free on it, but they sure ain't free. And yes, they are ready and they will be shipping and they will be shipping early next week. So everyone will have their shirts very, very soon. So I'm very excited about that. Thank you to everybody for ordering the shirts that did. And I think you guys are going to love it. It's going to be awesome. And when that song is played, it's going to be because of you. like it. Sweet. Well, what do you think? You want to wrap up segment one, come back, do, uh, do a little Joe M's DMV Vote song series? I don't know what that is, but no. uh, we can do the song series if you want. We'll tell you all about it during the break. Maybe story time? <laughs> Maybe we can open with story time. You got it. All right. Well, hey, hang with us. We'll just take a quick couple minute break here, and we will be right back. Hang tight.
All right, everybody, welcome back to the second segment of episode 69 of the Ants Podcast. So um, we've, we've uh, talked about this the last couple episodes, um, and Jake seems to like these stories that he tells. And... I don't like stories. I just... I'm oh, just... come on. Oh, tell, tell the truth. It's Aesop and his fables all the way. He's got a lot to talk about, a lot of, lot of old school knowledge to tell. Look, him. when you're 67 years old, that's all you do is tell stories. Well, let's go Let's go to the Periscope crowd. Does the, the Periscope crowd want to hear a story by... By Grandpa Jake, do they? Yeah, do, yeah. Periscopers, let us know. Do you guys want to? Do you guys want to see? Do you want to hear? Grandpa I, Jake? I'm getting, I'm getting a lot of yes votes here. It's Are very you really? much in the affirmative. Jake. You know, you know what? You know what I feel? I, fe- I kind of feel like this. It's time to grab your warm milk, the Afghan on the couch, and curl up next to the fire for another episode. Of story time with Grandpa Jake. That's so relaxing. Oh, I love it. I love it. I just dozed off for a second. Wow, that was just beautiful. That was me, by the way, Joe. That not—it's not the Joe I'm Song series. Not that professional, but that one I, I cut in one take. I love it. I couldn't even tell. <laughs> professional me. It's so uh, appropriate. It's so appropriate. Ah, oh, Grandpa, Grandpa Jake. I got my Afghan. I want to hear. What's, what's the story? I got my warm milk, technically in coffee. So go. Uh, you know, I got some sweet Afghans too. I don't even have to wear <laughs> one of those. Maybe I'll try to bring one up to the podcast. Way back in uh, 1994, um, I saw the Dave Matthews Band in early April, and. Um, I wasn't really a fan. I was very surly and didn't really care about going to bars to listen to music. I just wanted to drink as much Bud Dry as I possibly could. But my, my friends uh, said, hey, I, we're going to go down to Auburn. I'm, I'm at the University of Alabama. So we're going to go down to Auburn and go see Dave Matthews Band. I was like, oh, that's funny. We just saw him like two days ago. Um, why would I do that? We have bars here. They're like, we're going to go. I'm like, well, I'm not going. I don't, I don't care. So uh, – Brian, who I mentioned that gave uh, Dave the ride over in the last story time, the first story time, um, over to that interview with Sean. Brian and Sean go with a girl. Um, I won't mention her name, but we used to call her by her last name. Uh, well, we'll just make it up. But uh, she had um, she was well endowed anyway. She uh, always stood out to everybody. She was a fun person to have around in a crowd. And uh, Dre went. Dre, who was who was a very cool, nice, uh, laid back guy, one of those even killed guys that nothing really bothers him. So they drive down to the show in Auburn and being, you know, Alabama people going to a bar outside Auburn is, um, you know, not the greatest thing in the world, but it's not like they're walking in there wearing their roll tide shirts or anything like that. So as they're going along, um, you know, they're kind of out there listening to music and such. And there's some, uh, Auburn guys that are like some frat guys that are kind of there with their girls. And one of the girls takes kind of a fancy to Dre. Um, you know, Dre's just, you know, just college kids. You know how it is back in the day. So he's kind of kicking it to him. And one of the guys like, hey, man, why are you talking to my girlfriend? He's like, look, I'm not doing anything. You know, she just started talking to me. So I'm just kind of going to do it. So he's like, you better watch yourself or I'll kick your ass. So that's when Dre says, look, dude, all right, I, I go to Alabama. You go to Auburn. Really, you know, the rivalry is here to the point where you don't want to do that. The guy pushes Dre and literally in the middle of 36 – Dre knocks the guy out, flat out, just cold cocks and boom, he's out on the floor. I'm almost positive it's in 36. And if you actually listen to the tape of this, which I believe we do have on Ants, 
you can actually hear the crowd kind of go, oh, that is Dre knocking the guy Cold out. Cold cocking him. Cold cock, knock the guy the hell out. Boom. That was it. So they take off. They actually didn't leave. Um, they kind of went toward the back because they were getting thrown out. And somewhere around Exodus, I think, is when they actually literally got thrown out of the bar. They're like, okay, you guys have to leave. You're, you're kind of welcome here. Because by that time, it was like, hey, those guys are from Tuscaloosa, and they just knocked somebody out. They, they jumped them. Three guys hit them. Well, it wasn't three guys. It was just Trey knocking the guy out. So that was the bar scene back in the day. If you went to see DMB, there were things like that happening. And that was, believe it or not, part, part of the reason that all that happened was there used to be mosh pits at shows. And there was kind of a mini mosh pit going on at the same time. So it was kind of mosh pit slash girl making eyes at Dre slash Dre knocking somebody out. So the things you missed by not seeing the band back in the day in the bar scene. There's your story. Oh, yeah. No, no. I don't think we need to play that again. It's time to grab your warm milk. <laughs> All right. I just had to put that in there again. <laughs> I don't have an outro? You we don't have it. an outro yet, no. Oh, no. my God. But let me tell you something. I, I this, need an outro. It, um, <laughs> it lends itself more to... Um, it, that, that segment lends itself more to an outro or than uh, DMV Vote, I think. Yes, yes it, it really does. does. Yeah. Yeah, we need to we need to put that one to bed. So look for that next week or next next episode for sure. <laughs> I actually I texted Dre, by the way, uh, who I still am in contact with, and I texted him and I said, "Hey, you remember the show?" He's he texted me right back. He goes, "Oh yeah, cold cock that guy." <laughs> well, I think uh, thank you, Jake, for that. We really look forward to that that newly organically formed segment in in subsequent um, episodes. I think uh, we're just gonna have to be ready to execute. But now it's time for, uh, well, it's everybody's favorite segment, yours and mine. And now, your favorite ants podcast segment and mine, Joe M's DMB Vote Song Series. I love it. Periscope is fired up. There are so many hearts coming on it. There's a lot of love being passed around right now. The problem is nobody. It, there's no Joe M song series. It's the ants marching. You know, you know, take it like Jake. Just embrace it. Just own it. <sighs> own it. How did? Hey, by the way, how did the song series go last week? It was great. It was fantastic. It was. It was. It was a, I, a welcome on, reprise from the ping when, pong ball machine. <laughs> when I wasn't on the uh, when I wasn't on the podcast. Ah, uh, the ping pong. Yeah, the ping pong machine came with me to Florida. So sorry, I stole that from you guys. Um, I just, it just fits in my luggage so well. So, um, do you guys remember it's been two weeks now since we've done a DMB vote? Do you remember what the last one was? Blue Watcher Baboon Farm. You are right. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was. And, um, it's a little, it's a good one. I mean, we had three to cho- excuse me, four to choose from, um, from 90, couple from 93, three from, and uh, one from 95 to choose from. So, Got um, got some good feedback. Um, there was pretty much a clear winner, but um, um, Jay Riddle forty one uh, hit us up on Instagram. He said, "Hey, four ten ninety three is actually from the Bayou in DC, and eight eighteen ninety three is from the Muse." And um, Jay Riddle forty one, you are correct. Um, I for whatever reason, Tom Riddle by any chance? I don't know. We'll have to ask him. Okay. Um, 
uh, for, it was correct on the website, but for whatever reason, it was wrong in the graphic. Um, that's what happens when you make the graphic when you're on an airplane. Um, Sounds like operator error to me. Yes, it was definitely operator error. But um, uh, Jay Riddle threw in his vote there. He said, hey, my vote is for C. So uh, it was one of, the, um, one of the responses we got. You guys got any um, social comments? No. Uh, I have one. Um, and that is from our good friend at uh, Will Sinclair at Sinclair Will, who votes, uh, who said uh, at Ants Marching, hashtag DMB vote. He did not use the Joems hashtag, but that's okay. He <laughs> voted for C as well. Live tracks 28, 1993. Love Warren's electric guitar dueling with Boyd during the Baboon Farm part. And good job, Will Sinclair, for realizing that is the part that we mentioned two weeks ago. That is what old school fans used to call the Baboon Farm part of the song. And was the intense jam that happened. I actually mm. do have a, uh, I do have a, a social uh, comment here, Joe, um, um, from user Faz eighty two eighteen on Instagram. Thank you for that. Mm. Uh, my DMV vote is for the Wetlands version. That is until I finally hear it this summer, and then finally I can rest in peace. Ah, a lot of people are fan. A lot of pe- a lot of fans of it. And uh, one other we got was actually from Facebook, um, which there was a lot of discussion on Facebook this week. Um, Bill Robertson said, um, regardless of the version, it was Boyd's finest hour, in my opinion. Um, I've been chasing a full version for 21 years. I saw a D&T in 96 and a few Ooh. teases. I would, uh, I would need to listen to each again, but I wouldn't, um, it wouldn't be the Warren one, he said, uh, which was Ooh. kind of counter, you know, counter here. The older versions where Carter and Stefan and, uh, Carter, Stefan and Roy would rip an improv slash jazzy, jazzy outro um, were his favorites. Um, so, Bill, I hear you. Um, maybe that'll be an official release, one of those older versions where the, the jazzy outros will be an official release in the future. Um, but uh, we're just working from the four that were officially released. So yes. um, appreciate the feedback. Um, Jake, did you have any, uh, any take on uh, Blue Water? I, I did, and uh, as usual, I have a feeling that my vote is going to be – I always pick the loser, and I'm very good at that. I really like the last full band one from Kirby Fieldhouse, which is uh, in Easton, uh, Pennsylvania, two twenty-five ninety-five. It's the last full version of the Blue Water Baboon Farm, as we call it. Um, and I really, really like that one. Kind of segs out of kind of the way it used to go back into uh, from minarets and typical and all that stuff. Uh, I really, really like that version. It's I know everybody is going to love the Warren Haynes one. I'm sure that's going to be the winner, but. I don't, you know, I've talked about this before. I, sometimes I don't need a guest for a song to be over the top. And to mm-hmm. me, I really like that one. I, I do like the the earlier DMB Live and the uh, Live Tracks 30 one as well. But mm-hmm. that last one kind of holds a special place to me because I really, really like that show. And it's the last one. You're the only vote I'm aware of for that show. <laughs> I, am, I am not I mean, aware of anybody in any across any social media or the website that voted for that. Um, he is a contrarian. Story of my life. I'll that, tell you. that is pretty good. I um, mean, I have not picked the winner yet. You, well, it's amazing. You, you kind of say, "I think this is going to be a winner," but this is my pick, and you, you know, you're kind of usually. It's you not. Know, yeah, it's not that you didn't pick the winner. You didn't prefer the winner, but you did pick the yeah, winner. Exactly. Oh, and, so and it was worn. Yeah. Well, oh. we'll find out. We'll find out. I mean, I think the first one's really funny because in their bo- on, the, on that version, in the middle of the song, like Boyd's like, "Can you all, Can you just shut the fuck up?" Ooh. He just says that right I'm in the middle have to of explicit the explicit tag this thing in iTunes now. <laughs> oh come on! Who under, who under, who's who's not listening to this? <laughs> let's be let's be honest. Who's um, listening? He says. <laughs> <laughs> who listens to this? Is somebody listening to this? Um, 
Hey, it's, if it's in wait, the people CD, are listening. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's it's on the DMV live. I think that's hilarious. Um, I agree with you. Usually, I don't want to guest, or sometimes you know that just kind of that doesn't make it the original version. But I really liked that Warren version and the baboon fart, uh, fart baboon part. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Blue water baboon fart. The new song by Joe M. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, uh, hashtag baboon fart. <laughs> Um, free baboon fart. Uh, I think we just named this podcast. Uh oh! Oh no! <laughs> um, I, I you know I didn't even know what I was saying at that oh, point. So how about it we doesn't matter what you were saying. You want to guys hear the winner? This week's winner is baboon fart. <laughs> <laughs> um, this week's is you are correct, Jake. Live Tracks 20, 1993 from Wetlands Preserve, New York, New York, with Warren Haynes is the winner of this week's song series. Blowout. It was a blowout. Um, was it? Yeah, it was oh, a blowout. Wow. Social media all was voting C. There was a couple. Did you see what I did there, by the way? Oh, blowout. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are we sec. still doing phrasing? I forgot. <laughs> phrasing, phrasing. Um, that takes us to um, volume 15. Uh, oh great! Hang on, I got ten yeah, minutes. I, to go. Here we go. Can, can I go to the bathroom? Can I? This is a pee break. God this is almighty. this is the, the equivalent of Angel in a set list. Is this <laughs> section this segment? The drama. The drama. I went to the ping pong machine and I had a, a, a good talk with it. I said, "We're just in Florida, right? Let's 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 do these guys good. They like a lot of misses, so let's generate a lot of misses for them." You guys want to guess how many misses we had? Seventeen. Uh, yeah, I think it's this record setting this week. It is record setting, but in a different way. There were no misses. We got a song on the first what? pick. What? First pick. We got a song. Oh, my God. I know. My talk didn't work. So this week's song series is Steady As We Go. Really? Steady As We Go. Which um, kind of put it as like, hey, wedding season's about to get started now. You know, this kicking in, wedding's already happening. All right. Um, this is one of the favorites at the we- uh, wedding time. Now, I think a lot of people use the album version. Might not go with a live release. But if you're going to pick a live release, which one of these would you pick? you guys have any, any guesses on how many steady as we go live releases we have? I'll tell you, Joe. It, obviously, we have more than one. I to, to my knowledge, I would have said zero. But I'm guessing there's at least one. So maybe there's two. And they're both from uh, Red Rocks? It's a good guess. Matt, any guesses how wow. many go we have? I really don't know. I have. I mean, I would just be throwing a number out there. I, I, I had no idea it was ever released. I know. So we clearly have more than one because we're doing it as a song series. So is there more than two? And the answer is there are actually three live releases mm-hmm. as steady as we go. We wow. Got one, we got um, the release from 05 Randall's Island. That was on a warehouse disc. Um, Warehouse 5 version 6 and Warehouse 8 version 3. Uh, we also really? got one. Yep. We got one from Weekend on the Rocks, which you just mentioned there. So good call. Um, that's from 05 also uh, from Red Rocks. And the other one is actually Live Tracks 25 from uh, Maryland Heights. Um, no that's from kidding. That's from 06. So yeah. That's we have the first three, show of 06. Yeah. We have, um, we have three steady as we go picks to choose from. Now, is it steadies as we go, or is it steady as we goes? Like attorneys general? You tell us. I think it's steadies as we go. Steady as we go. 
So um, if you can't watch for it on social media, head to the head to the front page of Ants. Give us your vote if you want. Uh, use the hashtag DMBVote to get your comments read on the podcast. And this time next week, we will announce the winner. Maddie, what do you think about uh, Steady as we go? Um, like most songs on Stand Up, I, I like them more when I first listen to it. Um, I think it's okay. It's it's different. What what can you say, right? It's it's a piano song. It's not boohoo John Kerry lost. I'm sorry, that's not what out of my hands is called. I thought that was just a working title. Um, it's, so it's not that. It's not bad. And I, and I, at the end with uh, with Roy and the sax and all that, I kind of like it. That, that was the one that um, I'm sorry. Uh, that was the one that Rashawn played on piano back at the Gorge two years ago, if I'm not mistaken, 2014. Um, and not as a live release, but I think that's the last one that was played live. Oof, that was rough. I don't even know if you can consider it played live. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, he's a trumpet player playing piano. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, give him credit for, for giving a shot. I mean, I, I've never heard it live as far as I know. I probably have, and it just didn't register with me. I don't hate it either. I'm kind of – it's it's fine. It wouldn't it, – I mean, at this point, if Dave's going to play something on piano, it's not going to be – um, death in the high seas. I'd rather hear that than hear out of my hands for the twenty millionth time. Sure, yeah, I, out of my hands does nothing for me, nothing at all. You and me both. Yeah, yeah. Together, I got we can do anything. <clears throat> yeah, I got four steady as we goes in my um, personal show stats. I just looked up on the DMB Hub app. Ooh, um, ooh. Three and oh five and one and that one you just mentioned at um, at the gorge on fourteen. Um, yeah, I, I actually think this this song needs to actually appear on a different album. I mean, like kind of like a, I would put this on like a side project, a Dave solo album, in my opinion. And I'm uh, I'm three. I've seen uh, I, that one that you mentioned, Jake, the uh, the Gorge in fourteen, and then prior to that, it had been nine years um, since I'd seen it. I saw it at Darien Lake in July '05, and at Saratoga in the July first '05. Yeah. Uh, and- and I actually have not seen it. So it is oh. one of the two from stand-up that I have not seen. That and Everybody Wake Up, which was cut from um, uh, Bethel when I was there in 2012. So I did not see it at Bethel. Um, it was cut from the Encore, which was fine with me. So, yeah, have not seen it. I have not got Everybody Wake Up either yet. I yeah, that was a song it. that... Yeah, that was a song, and actually, um, that's the song that actually uses the music from "Build You a House" in the yes, uh, chorus. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Yes, it's, a, it's the same riff from that. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of at the time I was like, it, it doesn't bother me, but you know, it, it, when they brought it back, it was only four minutes. It was painless for the most part. Yeah, I, I just, have that so, yeah, jam. I know I we talked about I it. I wouldn't mind. I know we talked about it. We we played it at one of the bumpers here. Uh, I just love that jam. It's a wonderful production, and it's easily probably the best part of that entire album. But it does rock. It you does, yeah. It's, uh, it's, and it's, it's so bad. bad. When the song starts, it is so bad. It's so bad. Yeah. The the tone of his voice, the melody, the, the dun, 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 I think it's awful. Um, and it ends up – it's, it's so bad, and yet I completely will tolerate it for the buildup to that rock out at the end. And again, that's that's another thing we talked about last week when Joe was sitting on the beach. Um, <laughs> a lot of the stand-up songs that they went and they improved them live. And I think that's one that when they brought it back in, in 2012, and I think they brought it back a little before that, certainly got better. They kind of changed around a little bit too, um, the beginning to an extent. 
uh, not completely, but they did change it around a little bit. Yeah. So we have a billion questions this week. This might be the, the most populous question week we've ever had. Uh, yes, because we finally got all the questions in. Yeah. It's a bad. It's a bad week to, to for them to come too, because we've had to, we, we have a lot of content from the po- the podcast. Yeah, and it may, and it may be rough because we are entering tour season, and these podcasts will uh, get a little bit more spicier once we have some shows to talk about. Yeah. So, do you want to do them all, or do you think we're going to kind of have a subset of them just due to time crunch? It depends how fast you guys can answer. Yeah. All let's right, let's yeah, try to bust can... through them. Let's see how we do. We're yeah, trying right. to get through everything. I'll start it out then. Kevin Nisbet, uh, K Nisbet six, asks us, uh, Ants, which uh, will show flow numbers be higher this year, assuming the band gets nostalgic? Or fan friendly set lists. Hashtag Ants Podcast. Hashtag Free Dodo. Yes, they will. I would say yeah. Free Dodo. Yes, I agree. I I agree. I think it's going to go higher as well. Well, it'd be interesting um, to do some post tour analysis and compare them to, to previous tours. I agree. Yes. Maybe Jay Frederick. Through. Sorry, Jay Frederick Clark, which is at Jay Frederick, Frederick Clark, asks uh, hashtag Ants Podcast. Have been seeing the band since '02. Never heard Halloween. It's my most. Uh-oh. desired what are your most desired live songs and for me this is very easy and it's not the two that i just mentioned it is kit kat jam what i would do to hear that song love me is, some kit is, kat jam please sing it, with it is it most desired that you've never never heard yes is that what it is hmm. yes do you know matt what would be my most desired most desired that, that you, you have, have not heard, heard live hmm mm. Wow, that's a tough one. Cigarette lit. I knew you were going to say that. I just knew it. Well, I've heard Dodo. I know. It sucks, too. I'm mad. Yeah. Heard it twice. I never have. Heard it twice. Yeah, as much as I want to hear Dodo, I, I just want to hear Kick Out Jam. I love Kick Out Jam. Heard Kick Out Jam a bunch, too. On the um, on the DMB Hub app, as we talked about earlier, you can go see your personal stats and go to Album Breakdown, and it'll show you which songs from the albums you have not heard yet. There were th- only three songs from the albums that I have not heard. <laughs> I'm surprised there was even. And that I many. bet, and and Jake, I bet you could guess which they are too. Uh, you know what? I don't know if I can. Um, my goodness! Just what want me to, uh, you want me to you want me to say them? Just say the album. Let's okay, see. Big Whiskey and the Grugax King. So you have not heard Baby Blue. No, no you have it. heard Baby Blue. Yeah. So you haven't heard Dive In. No. You're, this is you want to know it's Grux. I haven't heard Grux yet. Oh well, that's but that's what the technicality. These, yeah. That's what all the that's what all these are. So then the other two, every day. What have I not heard on every day? Oh, you haven't heard Dreams of Our Fathers or Mother Correct. Father or Mother Father. So those or are the three father. songs. Those are the three songs that I have not heard. Um, and of that so, you know, one, so. they've played live. Exactly. So I'm and, not really and sure. Grux will never play. I mean. Yeah, I don't know. Gonna I'm going to call Grux. I want to say let's. I, I, I guess do they play, if they play it in spirit, like they play the audio clip or oh, something? Does oh that, boy! Does we do put that as part of the set list? I think you do, right? Well, well, Jeff, know. Jeff could play it. Jeff could play it. On, I don't um, know. On, the, on last episode's podcast uh, discussion thread on the message boards, we were talking about uh, Shake Me and how you know it got a bad rap because they overplayed, and I think the tempo they play it live, um, and then we got to talking about the the album version and. Shake Me by itself is great, but it really does benefit from the Grux slash Scream intro to mm-hmm. the to the song. I think that production is it, it. It I've said it before, and it's it's just exactly what I think. It's kicking open a door and and just knocking it down with your boot and just stomping it. It really is. It really is. And that Grux intro into that that repeated scream, that skipping record, is just awesome. 
So Grux is my pick. Did you have a pick, Matt? Didn't I have a pick? I might have missed it. <laughs> Cigarette lit. Cigarette lit. Got it. Yeah. Uh, how about this question? Um, Gorge Life for me at Gorge Life for me says Ant and Smarging. If this is DMB's final tour, what song do you pick to close the set, son, at the Gorge um, for their final song? So I, I that's I think we're asking the final song of night three Sunday. Is I that got it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what we're asking here. It's a good question. It's a really good question. I mean, I think most people would probably say last stop, right? Yep. I would think most people would say Ants Marching. Mm, it's a good one. You know what I would say? What would you say? Uh, no, not Halloween. that. Halloween? Halloween? No. I would say line our graves and use the and we dance away. Boom. Lights out. We're done. You wouldn't say thank you. <laughs> we, nope. Screw their, everybody. Their last, song is going, their last show is going to have three encores, though. Oh my gosh! It is. You know, they're, they're, I, I think they would. I don't think they they're last. They're you saying Gorge Night Three or their band's true last show? The, the band's ba- true the- last show. Okay. This was okay. This was Gorge, yeah. which we're saying is not the band's final show. Right. You got a question? Yeah, uh, Cindy Secula at Cindy C twenty three. I like how that sounds. Okay, cool. Uh, Ants, uh, Matt, can you please tell us about the cute doggies we see on Periscope? Hashtag Ants Podcast. Hashtag Sweet Pups. Oh. I only got one with me here tonight. It's Muggsy. Muggsy is 11. He's a miniature pincher. I've had him since he was two months old, so his entire life pretty much. Um, Muggsy is awesome. He's super smart. He's very sweet. He loves people. Uh, Muggsy has a pacemaker. He has congestive heart failure that he takes three pills two times a day for to manage. Uh, and Muggsy had one of his toes on his front right paw removed due to melanoma uh, last summer. So Muggsy's had a crazy year, and he's still kicking it. He's awesome. Good for Muggsy. I love Muggsy. Muggsy's my favorite. Yep, Uncle Joe. Muggsy loves Uncle Joe. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we got some pictures of that. So, Cindy, thank you for the question. Uh, Dylan Brown Music, which is at Dylan Brown Music, asks at Ann's Marching, was there a year where Warehouse didn't send out a disc? Found an old package at my house that didn't include a disc hashtag Ant's podcast. There was actually the second Second year, um, yeah. Warehouse disc only had some videos. That was basically a teaser for every day. And that's something we've talked about in the past um, uh, podcasts, how Dave used to play um, radio shows to promote things. And they promoted the living hell out of every day to the point where they even promoted it through the warehouse uh, uh, releases. And at the time, I would say it wasn't as frowned upon as it is now. Now people looking back go, oh my God, we didn't get any live music that year. But I, I think it was more, even at the time, it was more 50-50. People going, this sucks. And other people going, you know, this is kind of cool. We got some videos uh, um, on the disc. And that's, that's kind of neat because that was sort of the infancy of a video to be uh, played on a computer. Mm-hmm. So it, it wasn't as, as ill-received as it is now. I think that's, that's the point. Hmm. Um, How about this one? Uh, Kyle J. Singletary at Kyle J. Singletary says, at Ants Marching, we got to get last stop after Jeff's Instagram post, right? Come on, Jake. Have a little faith. Hashtag Ants Podcast. Hashtag Free Dodo. Come on, Jake. I know. I know. I'm the the one that says it's not going to happen. I'm going to stay with that. This way, when I'm wrong, everyone can go, ha ha, that's what you get. I I will accept that. Nope, not going to happen. Nope. Matt? All right. Dave T. at Boo Berries asks, Ants, do you think we will be seeing the lovely ladies return? 
Yes, yep. we will. I think we will. Yep. <laughs> Do you think it happens in Charlottesville? God, I yeah. hope not. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. No, no. No. Not in Charlottesville. No, but it'll pop up. They'll pop up like eight shows in, and everyone's going to get pissed off like they did last year. And, you know, and then, you know, everyone in the pit's going to go crazy. So the band's going to go, see, they like them. You got a question? That was Jake? my that was my impression of the band, by the way. We'll see what happens. Question? Uh, I do I do have a question. Thank you. It's uh, from Christian Evans, which is at Christian E Evans. He asks uh, at Ants Marching. Can't wait. If you had to hear one song at Seville, what will it be? Hashtag Ants Podcast. Hashtag Free Dodo. Um, you know what song I really, really, really want to hear though? I really want the band just to say, you know what we're going to do? This is how it's going to be. We're gonna we're gonna show you what kind of tour this is gonna be, and then we're gonna play something that's gonna go make people go wow. And you know what song I think it's gonna be? What? I think the song that they're gonna play that's gonna make people go wow is number thirty four. No, that's what I'm going with. I'm going with. I talked with uh, my friend Bruce on Ants Plus today or the other day, and he was talking about that, and and he mentioned uh, 34, and I said, you know what? You're right. That's the song that if they play 34, people are going to go, okay. I need to go see another show. I need to make sure I hear that. I think something's going to happen that's going to make people say, oh my god, I need to hear something. What do you think, Matt? Uh, I think uh, Spotlight may show up. Wow. I'll tell you what, that spotlight from Live Tracks 37. Oh my god. That's the thing. It's 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 some it's somewhat in our consciousness now and um it really is. It would like I said, if they really want to go all out, it, that would be one that'd be an option. It's just I, I mean, just I can't believe how good that sounded. I'm sticking with Toy Soldiers. I'm still I, would, I would love to hear that. That still would be. I mean, there's nobody even knows about that. That's the thing. I, I mean, but they will I, when they hear it. They'll they will love it. Oh, so God, there's so there's like three versions of it, and they're all kind of uniquely different too. That's kind of that's kind of the cool thing about that. When we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, I went back and listened to all those toy soldiers. I was like, man, yeah. they're all so cool. They're all different too. It's kind of so, neat. The last one kind of has some fuller lyrics to it, too. Um, I don't remember the date on it specifically, but um, that's the one that just kind of – that's the one that ends with the singing the words Toy Soldiers. That's really a cool one. I like that one. I like, I like them all, but um, that is a good one. Um, Michael Calvert at Red Dirt 41 says, and, at Ants Marching, with no quote-unquote tour next year, what do you think will happen? New album? Caravan tour? Solo projects? Hashtag Ants Podcast. Hashtag Free Dodo. Free Dodo. I, I, you guys think the new album's going to come out? What album? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to have plenty of time to talk about this after the tour. Don't you guys think? Here, here. Here, here. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Affirmative. Question, Matt? Uh, let's see. Will Sinclair. Our have, buddy. And, yeah, Will's great. Um. Ed Ants, heaven forbid we find any bugs in the DMB Hub app, but if we did, what is the best way to notify you guys in the forums? Hashtag Ants Podcast. Uh, great question, Will. Um, we set up an email, um, dmbhub at antsmarching.org, so you can um, email us there. You can post in the forums. I'm keeping an eye on the thread, Twitter, things like that. But um, email, that way it kind of gets logged, and it's there historically. It doesn't get scrolled down on a, on a, on a Twitter feed, something like that. So definitely email us if you've got any thoughts or, you know, any at all bugs. Um, speaking of which, um, 
in the middle of this podcast, uh, and I'm distracted, but not anymore, there was uh, somebody saying that the set list game picks were disappearing. And so I pulled up my phone, and lo and behold, some of my picks were disappearing. What the? Now I'm what stressed. The- ah, exactly. I'm Now I'm stressed. And while you guys are talking, here I am trying to debug this and see what's going on. The bad we will news, have it fixed. The bad news would have been if I had to change something in the app. The good news is there's nothing I need to change with the app. There was a server-side issue where when you went ahead and set your pick to no pick, you know, basically, it would go in and delete your pick, essentially taking the song out because that's what no pick is. The code on the server side did not account for the user. (laughs) So anytime someone deleted their song one pick, it deleted everybody's song one pick (laughs) for that show. Wow. Whoops. That's awesome. Um, And I have since fixed that. So, yeah, my first 10 were gone. So it's fixed. You can go back, reset your picks, and they will not get wiped out anymore if somebody. So before someone says pick three, no pick, everybody's pick three for that show would disappear. Wow, that's crazy. I'm really sorry about that. The good news is it's fixed now. So um, no stress. So go back in and and make your pick. Sorry about that. (laughs) Oops. Uh, Ooh. Uh, Nate, which is at Nate underscore M C as in chicken, C as in chicken asks, uh, not actually those MCC. He asks at ants marching. Do you have any Boise shows on your horizon to upload to the show downloads area? Hashtag ants podcast, hashtag free Dodo. Uh, to my knowledge, the, um, the Boise show that was played in 2010, 2010 was actually not recorded. Yeah, somebody by helped, fans. somebody helped Nate out on Twitter. I was following that today. Yeah, that was unfortunately not recorded by fans. The 1996 one uh, was, and uh, if we do not have it uh, right now, which I'm assuming we do not, we will get it post-haste because that was recorded. And I, I think I actually have that show someplace. Do you? So, what, yeah, do you I, know I'm what the pr- data that was, Jake? I, I don't off the top of my head. Um, but I believe I believe it was 96. It may have been 1998, but it was, it was in the 90s. And uh, I, I'm pretty sure I have that show. So, um, in fact, it was 1998, and it was in November of 1998, if I'm not mistaken. And it's actually a really, really good show. Really? So, yeah, and I do have that show, now that I think about it. November um, of 98 in Boise, Boise State, 1102-98. Yes, 98. And and I think there's a great last stop. Is it on. last stop? Was oh, we on have that? it. We have it. It is being seated from my, from my home server right now. It's on the Ant site. There you have it. So good. We don't have the 2010 one because it was not recorded uh, by fans, oh, but we do nice have that list. other one. That's, what, that's so, what Tim. Tim is guessing on that. You have your Seek Up Heartbeat uh, PNP Rapunzel to start the show, which is strong. Um, and then Don't Crash, Don't Drink, Minarets, Crush, Liner Graves, Stay, Jimmy, Two-Step Billies, and then I'll Back You Up Too Much Encore. That's a pretty strong show. It is a great show. I got on this kind of weird 1998 kick back in like kind of late December. I don't know why, but it's just sometimes I kind of get in moods and I'll just grab like 10 shows and listen to them. And I was like, damn, this is a great show. This is unbelievable. Um, it is really, really, really good show. I think, uh, I think if you want to grab a show and we haven't done it in the spotlight in a while, but uh, maybe we will try to uh, expedite one and we will use that as our in the spotlight. Cause it just shows you that a random show that you never even thought about in 1998 in that uh, fall slash winter tour. It's just fan freaking tastic. All right. What about you guys? You got another question? Jake, you got one? Because I have a Shh. sneeze coming. Sure. <laughs> I, I will gladly uh, cover for your sneeze. And this is JM Shippy, which is at JM Shippy 41. Um, 
for me, it's oh, this is a two part question. Yes, I I see why you didn't have to see. You just didn't want to do this two part question. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) He has a two part question here. It starts with if you could if you could have been the proud writer of one DMB song. Which would you be most proud of having written and why? Hashtag Ants Podcast, hashtag Fredodo. And he says, uh, for me, it's 41. Why? It takes too long to explain. Sorry. Um, it's a great question, wait, by the way. Didn't see the, you, didn't, you didn't see the last hashtag. Oh, hashtag everybody buy a Fredodo shirt. Absolutely, yes. And they're going to be in very limited Why supply. Why would I pay for something that I can get for free? I, well, I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Everybody buy it. It's free. Might as well get it. You keep saying that word. It's not, it's not, it it's, means it's what not hashtag it means. paid Dodo. Is that organ music? It is. That is our partly cloudy alarm in Central Florida. If it's ever partly cloudy, they let you know. Because, <laughs> you know, um, when, you, when you're in sunny Florida, they want to warn people. Y'all watch out! It's cloudy outside. Um, he had, anyway, he had, a, he had a he had a five dollar dodo shirt, but free dodo shirt is just more popular. Mm-hmm. Any at any rate, um, the song that I think I would like to say that I wrote, um, and this is going to be kind of, I don't know, it's not maybe what everyone else would would pick, but I think that Spoon is a very smart song written about a very common topic. But the way that he f- turned it around, if you don't know what it's about, really, it's about Jesus sitting on the cross and literally saying, why in the world would I want to come back for all these stupid human beings? That's essentially what the song is. And the way that it's phrased and turned is just absolutely brilliant. And that song, I mean, I still remember the first I can tell you where I was when I heard that song. I mean, I literally remember it that well. And it, it just was it just I was like, wow, this is just brilliant. This is absolutely brilliant. Not from a, it's not from a religious angle or anything like that. It's just the way that he just turned the words and phrased everything, I think is just perfect. Mine would be Stone, I think. I, I connect with that song on so many levels. And it's 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 kind of it's a it's a it's a song about death. It's depressing. Um it's lamented you know, lamenting. At the same time, the the chorus is almost somewhat hopeful. In spite of it, in spite of the depressive tone of it, right? right. Um, so I do like that kind of um, duplicity that he goes with in that song. You know, the common thought uh, among fans, I don't know if I necessarily uh, adhere to this, but the common thought is that that song, that there's a, a religious theme to Before These Crowded Streets, and that song actually has more to do with Judas and his reactions to everything that happened to Jesus as the passion was going. I know we're getting like super religious and everybody, so no offense to all the atheists and all that crap, but, <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, but I think that's an interesting take on the song of just kind of how people read into things and kind of try to figure out uh, what the songs are really about. about just you, throwing Joe? that out there. Um, number 34. Why? Because it has no lyrics to it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, our, but there, that, always, ladies and gentlemen, know, are very happened. always very deep. Joe M. But <laughs> I'm not a lyric it guy. A, it was a deep love song originally. It was a very deep love song. It sounds like me, right, Jake? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> not being deep or the love song. <laughs> oh boy, I love it. Uh, God, you're you're you couldn't be any more shallow if you tried. Ah. Uh. <laughs> so, um. Is your sneeze gone? You it is. Now? Yeah. Hey, Berto at Hey, Berto said, um, at Ants Marching, question for Jake, who has oh. heard it. Oh. 
are we really missing anything special when it comes to Mackhead? Hashtag Ants Podcast. Hashtag Free Dodo. As the plane overhead sets <laughs> the mode you. for everything. I tell you what, like I said before, <laughs> Mackhead's pretty good. Um, it wasn't wasn't set lyrically, but the music was there. It it, it had potential. It it certainly did. If they ever do something with it, um, I I don't think it can be anything but anticlimactic. Call me the call me the grassy knoll guy, but I think it's all horse shit that you even heard it. That's just my position. <laughs> I didn't I didn't just hear it. I heard it five times, five different versions. I don't believe you did. That's yes, my I, that's my conspiracy theory. Yes, I know. I make a lot of crap up. I hear it all the time. <laughs> Jake made the um, before the crowded streets. I'm early getting a lot of hearts on Periscope for that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you Here all. They come. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was. You know, the thing that the thing I liked more than that was the uh, the alternate take of uh, of Dreaming Train. That was the one that I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." Um, it wasn't the original Dreaming Tree that allegedly um, uh, Ben Affleck and Gwyneth Paltrow heard in the recording studio that said they, they loved it, and then Dave trashed the lyrics after that. It was a, a an alternate take after that that I thought was actually pretty good. Um, that's the one that really stood out to me. Um, but Matt, you're going to tell us because you're going back in time and sitting in on that. BTCS uh, recording. Well, that's session. actually version two of uh, DMB Hub. It's the time travel version. Okay, cool. And so, um, I obviously will get to test. Is that, that out. gonna Is that gonna be on Android? <laughs> oh, I'm getting so much slack for that. <sighs> uh, Too bad. No, it's not gonna be on Android. Is the short no. answer. No. In fact, somebody asked on Twitter today, "When's it coming for Android?" And I responded with an image of pigs flying. <laughs> I, I was gonna say March 34th. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's see. We've got. Um, let's see. Jason Lamer asks us. Asks Ants, who has been your favorite guest that you have personally seen? Hashtag Ants Podcast. Hashtag Free Dodo. Uh, you know what? How about this? I saw um, Modish Yahoo on Every Day at Darien Lake. That's so it cool. Was the one show that he guested uh, or that he opened. Um, so it was a great opener, of course. And Modish is awesome. And then uh, he came out for Every Day. That was really cool. I think that guy's super talented. Yeah, he is. I, he's, he's outstanding. I'm still bitter at myself for not seeing him in Orlando uh, back in December of 2015. I had a chance to see him, and just things didn't work out. I'm going to go with the guy that I mentioned earlier, um, even though I, you know, I've gushed over Branford Marsalis so much that I feel like I could like have his love child. But you know, what was really really cool was seeing Big Voice Jack and seeing him twice because I saw him in. Foxborough in 98 at the very first uh, uh, stadium show and then see him a couple nights later at Giant Stadium where he played his own song. I thought the penny whistle that he provided added to a lot of songs. He played on on one suite I remember uh, specifically, but he did a lot that I thought sounded really, really good. That was really that was a good time. He was he was a fun guest. He was just a lot of fun. The band really dug it. You could tell they were really into it too. I really liked that. What about you, uh, Joe? Uh, tough call. I mean, I liked Willie. I mean, I like you Butch. did. Uh, yeah, I liked Willie. I like Butch. You, you wait, 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 wait. This cannot be ignored. You literally might be the only person you heard Gravedigger and you liked it. I like it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was Joe's, Joe's got a severe diagnosis of pissier. 
<laughs> really, that's, really that's ailing. Like, I'll tell you who I, I could tell you who I don't like. There's some. There's clearly someone that. But I, here's the one I'm picking. One I'm picking is Warren Haynes. I, I just it's too good, too too good when Warren plays the band. Do you do you I, have a specific one that really stands out to you? I mean, the, the the West Palm Beach one was pretty darn good, and Central Park. I would, Central Park, I might be my favorite. Hmm. Which which Cortez did you like better, the um, Central Park one or the West Palm Beach one? Now I know <sighs> the Central Park was was you know mixed and released. Yeah, I don't. You know what? I'm not sure. I I just know that I really like the Central Park one, and uh, you know I don't know that I can't remember if I would like the the West Palm better or not. Yeah. I, I mean, it's a tough call. It's yeah. they're they're both really really good versions. That that West Palm Beach one, I think, is is greatly greatly underrated. Yeah. Um, Adam Smith, which is at Oscar underscore X Ray, asks: uh, 2010 tour ended at JPJ before taking the next year quote unquote off, and the sets were solid. Why not start and end in Seville? Hashtag Ants Podcast. Um, because it's just not that easy. Yeah, I, I, and I come mean, on! If you wanted to do it, you could do it. I think they're gonna go big at the Gorge this year. I do too. I mean, I, I do too. And I, and, I do too. and the Gorge is special this year. I think this is gonna be the one millionth concert goer at the Gorge. Um, I think I think they'll go big at the Gorge. And you know what? I'm happy with it. Gorge needs a little bit of love lately. It does. And as special as Charlottesville is, too. yeah, I, I think that that the Gorge might actually hold more to the band. Just because the Gorge is really an extension of when they made it as a band, whereas Charlottesville is their um, kind of pre-big yeah. days. It's a good way I to think. put it. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, one's like an early kind of tribute, and the other is like kind of their kind of um, mecca, for lack of a better word, their their location that everyone would travel to, and sort of yeah. their Medina almost. And, and it's for the West Coasters. For the for Medina. Uh, it's for the West Coasters, too. As opposed to doing two start and end in the East Coast, at least the um, the West Coast gets some love. You got a question, Joe? I sure do. Uh, Nick Bove um, at Nick Bove PXP said, um, I loved the extended talk about YNK, you never know, on the last Hashtag Ants podcast. It's my number one song, probably their best song nobody talks about. Yeah, actually, seen a lot of people. Periscopers um, were talking about that earlier when we were talking about what song would you like to say you um, you you were responsible for writing. Um, a couple of people said uh, you never know. So nice little comment there. Not necessarily a question, but thanks for the comment, Nick. Yeah, yeah, and I think we're big fans of it. And I think we, we got, got one more. Um, yeah, what's the last one from DMB? Can you believe this? DMB, DMB at DMB recently. So that must be either the album, the band, the song. It could be anybody. Who's in, who's in, who's the picture of? The picture is the before these cut. Well, the from the crash uh, video, they're sitting at the the gray the gray uh, the grayscale at the so bar. It's the, whole ba- it's the whole band then. It could be the whole band. So it's funny they're asking this to us because. <laughs> but do you think we will ever get a live tracks release from the Gorge? Hashtag Ants Podcast. Hashtag Free Dodo. Hashtag We're Not DMV. No, I'm just kidding about that last. One. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's that sounds like Stefan wrote that one. You know, live tracks release or anything live um, at the Gorge is tough. They have a hell of a time with wind, and even the release. Well, they did get what the um, live at gorge, the live at the yeah, gorge live at there, gorge. and it was just marred by sound issues. Um, so I don't, I don't think they're going there again. I think they learned well, the lesson. How last last maybe week it was a, maybe, but I mean, even last year they had to cut one of the nights short because it was so windy. Right. 
You know, it's interesting though because they pull a lot of songs, individual songs, for um, warehouse discs from the Gorge. Good point. So, it, yeah, I, I feel like that. You know, overall, there might not be a consistency to it, but I right. think there's times where the winds die down a little bit, and they're like, "Oh wow, that was really good." Yep. So, but yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. I think it's a, a tough spot to to do a release from. If there's a, if there's a year though, this might be the year. All right. Be my guess. Well, so we are we are one week away from the party. Um, around at this time, in exactly one week, we'll be fifteen minutes from the from the party starting. Ooh. Well, no, already that? be already be started. I don't know well, about you. Our party will be started. Wow, we'll be the official start time, but I, we might be starting a little early. I almost think this might have to be an exercise in in moderation and to pace ourselves because it's, it could very easily be the lights out early night if you're not careful. Well, I mean, here's the thing: is the last time with our parties. Everyone's hanging out. Everyone's talking. It's actually sometimes hard to f- fit in a drink. You know, it's like. Uh, but I'll do it. Yeah, but I'll, yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll figure out. I'll figure out how to do it. But um, uh, it's just cool meeting everybody and talking and telling stories and listening to music and whatnot. And sometimes you kind of forget to put the drink up to your mouth. But yeah, um, yeah. we have yeah, we do have a homework assignment be- before the before next week. That is, um, if you haven't downloaded DMB Hub, download it. Definitely. And when you install the app, accept the push messages. Again, you can always turn them off later and you can fine tune which ones you want to receive. But you're going to want to get at least some push messages. We're not, we don't abuse it. It's really useful information. You would have known right about Jeff Coffin's Instagram uh, post today, for example. Um, secondarily, we're not sure how we're going to do, do giveaways at the party, but we might leverage something with the app. Um, so it'd be a good thing to have the app. And again, in the, in the meantime, tell everybody you know who's a DMB fan to download this app. Even if you're not a DMB fan, hell, the app's cool. Just tell your mom, tell your dad, doesn't matter. Otherwise, you'll have bad shows in 2016. Yes, because we're actually reporting our numbers to the band, and if it's under a certain (laughs) number, they're going to play I Did It 18 times with an encore of a double space between at Seaville. With the ladies. But um, thank you for everybody's support up to this point. If you do like DMB Hub, please go on iTunes and um, review us. Give us a, a nice five-star review and and type up a nice little review of what you think about the app and your thoughts and what you like the best. Um, we will continue to uh, update the app. We've got more stuff in the works already. Uh, like I said, we just fixed that setless game bug, so we're all good, ready to rock. Personal stats, hub, news, um, Show stats, share share the app. You click on that tell a friend in the menu on the left side and you know share it out on your Twitter, on your Facebook. Uh, we'd really love that. And um, thank you, everyone, for your support. And we might end up streaming some stuff from the party as well. So Periscopers, yeah, yeah. Um, might do a little bit of that. Stay what are you laughing about, Joe? Uh, one of the Periscopers just said, take off your shirt, bro. Oh, I'm sorry. Did something just drop? Oh, you didn't hear that? Oh, whoops. Sorry, uh. I missed it. <laughs> Missed it. Well, did, uh, Jake, do you have anything to add before we wrap and, and we roll into uh, Seaville in one week's time? Just that I'm looking forward to seeing everybody there at um, Seaville. So hopefully uh, we'll all get the chance to see everybody and stop by and say hi to everyone. And say hi to Joe M, most importantly. Of course. Speaking of taking your shirt off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any, you got anything to add, Joe? I can't wait. I'm excited. I stay, know. stay stay close to the party page. More details coming, but can't wait to see everybody. Absolutely. And everybody who's going there, travel safe, and we will see all of you uh, in a week. In the meantime, download DMB Hub. And we will be back uh, next, probably next Saturday, maybe, with another From Seaville uh, Ants podcast. So, again, thanks for listening. Ants Podcast 69 in the can. Have a great night, everybody.
Thanks for listening to the AntsMarching.org podcast. Visit AntsMarching.org and be part of the largest DMB community on the Internet. Show downloads, tour central, personal show stats and set list game, and so much more. AntsMarching.org, the best stop for all things DMB. DMB.